This is the Seedbed Daily Text. Do we belong to Jesus or do we really belong to the world in Jesus' name? 1 Peter 4, 12-16 Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, for the Spirit of glory and of God rests on you. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or thief or any other kind of criminal or even as a meddler. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. Consider this. Under Nero, Christians were under severe persecution even to the point of being crucified and burned. They were mocked as haters of mankind, ridiculed, and even tortured throughout the Roman Empire simply for identifying as a Christian. Peter says to them something we need to hear today. Do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. He effectively tells them persecution is a sign you are doing it right. Persecution is the rule, not the exception. Stop being surprised by haters. It's interesting how these early Christians were called haters by the world around them. The irony is they were actually people of deep and profound love. The world hated them for this because their lives, simply by being light, stood in stark contrast to the world and its darkness. I suspect Peter was remembering this lesson from Jesus. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. John 15, 17 and 18. On the regular, I hear from friends around the world who are actively experiencing this reality. It gives me no pleasure to warn those of us in the United States. This will increasingly become the case for us, at least in the church Jesus is building among us. We are in the early stages of a great pruning of the church in America. Having come through the long winter of Christendom, a period wherein the church effectively pushed its will on the state and vice versa. 
we find ourselves waking up in the ruins. Though this period gave many gifts to the world, its lasting legacy is lifeless institutions who are Christian in name only, nominal and often quite well-endowed organizations who carry forms and vestiges of religion while denying its reality and power. Sadly, so many local churches fall into this category, advancing forms of godliness while denying the power of God. And so many of us, clergy and laity alike, are caught in the machinations of their motions. Do we belong to Jesus, or do we really belong to the world in Jesus' name? This is the pruning I refer to. I see two primary issues of which we see in today's text, one of which we see in today's text, meddling, which we will deal with tomorrow. And the other one, false teaching, coming up on the docket the day after that. Broadly speaking, meddling attempts to conform the world to the values of the church, while false teaching attempts to conform the church to the values of the world. Meddling tends toward conservatism. False teaching trends toward progressivism. Both approaches create rot from the inside out. Finally, and at risk of offending virtually everyone and their mother, we see the massive fault lines of these strategies exposed very prominently across the church in the present day highly confusing matters of sexuality and gender and to a lesser degree on matters of race and diversity. Both strategies, conservatism and progressivism, seem reasonable, plausible, and even godly to their adherents, but neither are viable strategies for the church Jesus is building. The church must have biblical theology, period. Jesus is not building his church on the fault lines of the ideological frameworks of conservatism or progressivism. This is where we are so stuck, drifting toward legalism on one side and license on the other. Ideologies inexorably lead to idolatries. This is why our churches have fallen deaf, blind, and mute just like the idols they salute. And idolatry inevitably leads to injustice. What we are experiencing now across the church in America is not persecution, but infighting. The persecution is coming. This is why Peter will soon remind us that judgment must begin with the house of God. Jesus builds his church on one thing alone, the rock of Peter's wholehearted confession. You are the Messiah, the Son 
of the living God. And as he told us earlier, Jesus will be the cornerstone or the stumbling block. There is no in-between. As Hudson Taylor famously said, Jesus will be Lord of all, or he will not be Lord at all. This is why the world hates Christians. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead. It's your turn. The prayer. Jesus, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. I don't too much sense that the world hates me. It leaves me wondering if maybe I belong to the world and don't even know it. I've gotten along pretty well for most of my life. If I'm honest, I'm not sure I want to be hated by the world. I am open, though. I want to belong to you so completely that I'm actually sharing in the fellowship of your suffering, becoming like you in your death. This is a mystery, Jesus. Holy Spirit, bring me into the mystery, for I know this is life in the glory of God. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question. I know we're delving deep here and all this ideology to idolatry to injustice line of thought is kind of beyond morning devotion territory. But this is not exactly a morning devotional, is it? It's more of a wake-up call. Right? I know I'm frustrating some of you. Please, hang in there with us. We're on a journey. Any questions? And P.S., you can download the Ukraine prayer in today's email. For the awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.